Welcome to episode number eight of Red's Room Podcast. I'm your host, Red. And I am Jake. And today we are talking about the Bohemian Grove. As always, our references, all of them, everything that we've looked at is in the episode description. So please cross-reference that. Um, take a look. Make sure that we are legit. They're all there. Yeah, because we spend a lot of time researching these, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, we really try to make sure we give you primo content, and we try to paint a whole... We try to paint a broad picture yeah. of these topics. I kind of connect them between each other. and Yeah. But yeah, everything's there. You know, whatever... For your questions, some check it out. You know, yeah. And uh, we're gonna do our best today because there's we like choosing topics that have a lot of conspiracies tied to them. So uh, this one can get you can get down a huge rabbit hole with it. So let's start it off. We're gonna give you some basic history of it, and then we're gonna expand from there. Uh, so the Bohemian Grove was started by journalists, artists, and musicians in San Francisco in 1872. Mark Twain was an early member. The term bohemian was meant to conjure the cultured intellectual urban bohemian as opposed to the impoverished type. I'm not entirely sure what that means. It probably (laughs) has to do more with the time. But I think it's saying they want the more uh, cultured, they want, by cultured intellectual, they want somebody who is smart and well-read as opposed to somebody who isn't, I guess. They're they're looking for very intellectual free thinkers is what I'm gathering from that. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. Okay, let's go on. So uh, they they chose an owl as the club's totem and gathered regularly to socialize, drink, and put on um, and enjoy theatrical and musical performances. An annual two-week encampment at Bohemian Grove, which is a 2,700-acre wooded rural retreat, uh, began six years later as a send-off for an actor who was moving to New York City. Over time, the artsy roots of the club expanded to include business people and politicians. Members are allowed to bring guests, but the gathering is closed to media and outsiders. Yeah, so we have like this conglomeration of, I would say, higher class people, business people, politicians, which I think is the definitely cooler one. And then artists, like it almost seems uh, like a show just as much as it is more, you know, kind of conspiracies we'll get into, but yeah, the retreat, uh, yeah, it's definitely, it's a crazy, insane retreat. It sounds like a very unique thing that came about. Like you've probably heard of, um, like all these clubs and things that like business people get into mm-hmm. some conspiratorial, like, uh, like, uh, what was the one? Skull and bones. Or, like, the Masons, or I think of, like, an Elks Lodge, if you've ever seen one of those. Yeah, like, not just a, like, semi-more secretive, smaller society. Yeah, or getting back to just, like, a, a golf club. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it just seems like... Yeah, maybe not even secretive. Yeah, it seems like that, but it I feel like that maybe that's where it kind of ties with the Masons, like, the secrecy. 
And maybe that's just because they're such high profile people that, you know, they want to get away from that. Yeah, that's I think that's a good kind of connection to make. Yeah. Like they kind of just get away, get together, have a show. I'm assuming people are getting drunk and all that good stuff. But so that's that's just one angle to look at it. Yes. You know, another one is which you're going to make sense, too, is that hey, all these high-profile people are here in secret because they're going to talk about, like, how they're taking over and controlling everyone. Yeah. That's this more kind of the idea behind the more conspiratorial mindset, which yeah. makes sense. on They both make sense on the setting. So I think also, know. too, maybe it could be a little bit of both where it kind of started in smaller roots, you know, maybe not quite as crazy and maybe over time. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know. Mark Twain, like, he was like a rock star in his day, and I'm sure some of the other people who were around that time uh, were high-profile people. And maybe they just wanted this little retreat to get away from that. Yeah. And uh, so, what was so important about what we just, what I just read a few minutes ago, was about um, the send-off for that actor um, with the New York. Yeah, it's yeah. because it kind of spawned something. So I'm gonna read. A, I'm gonna read a little more now. So okay. this is what it spawned. So that's how it started. But then now every July, some of the richest and most powerful men in the world gather for two weeks of heavy drinking, super secret talks, druid worship. In quotes, uh, the in the group insists that they are simply revering the redwoods, but the more conspiratorial idea is druid and even Satan worship, um, and other rituals. So their purpose, they say, um, is to escape the frontier culture or uncivilized interests of common men. Um, The people that gather at Bohemian Grove, um, which has included, we said, prominent business leaders, former U.S. presidents, musicians and oil barons. Um, and, And that's. I know the way I said that sounds like just conspiratorial talk, but that's all been verified. Um, Not every single person, but some of these types of people have been verified uh, to gone to these things. Right, Jake? Yeah, I've heard uh, Nixon. uh, I think Nixon commented on it. He commented on it. Uh, Reagan. Uh, I I believe there's a – that's just the president's, but – there's a bunch of examples. I, uh, Bill Clinton has mentioned it too. Yeah. Uh, what? Herbert Walker Bush is another one I have yep. written down. And there's people who have uh, been to these meetings too, who have also talked about it. Yeah. Uh, there's a ton of them, and I know they've mentioned a lot of celebrities. <laughs> I know I've heard one where like OJ was there, but there's. Uh, it seems like if you're rich and powerful, or you're a huge celebrity. Um, this is like in a, in a very exclusive type of club where that they can they can get into. Yeah, uh, totally. Which makes sense. I mean, if I were a crazy rich celebrity, uh, I'd probably n- want to not be around normal people too. Yeah. You know, not I, saying uh, yeah. you know normal in a bad way, but I'm saying maybe you want to be around other rich, powerful people and not have to deal with the limelight. Yeah, didn't, like, Michael Jackson, like, rent out a supermarket just so he could go shopping <laughs> just normally? Yep, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I feel like that's – you picked – you definitely picked, like, the most extreme example because yeah, Michael Jackson – Yeah. yeah. 
there's a whole rabbit hole with him probably but yeah he had such anxiety yeah so that's um kind of the extreme version of what we're saying but i could i can understand it and i guess they're kind of talking about how maybe they're kind of above the common man or whatever you know right into super like you know and we're not trying to take away from the conspiratorial minded either we're we're trying to give every everything. Yeah, all gonna, the, all the viewpoints. We're gonna dive more into the conspiracy. Yeah, a little bit later. Totally. Trying to we try to sound as objective as we can. We want to give you just the facts. Yeah, and we'll we will give you our opinion, but we'll we're gonna tell you, because uh, this one gets real deep into Illuminati, <laughs> which I think you can kind of you can kind of see where that vibe's yeah. coming. We got all the most powerful people here, right? Especially it started like over like 150 years ago like the it has a roots that go back old like yeah. you said the powerful like you can't just apply to this like you can't yeah. go on google and send an email <laughs> no you can go google this bohemian grove though and you'll find huge rabbit holes of information uh but yeah starting with mark twain it makes me think like has anyone tied mark twain to illuminati I'm sure they have, but... It's got to be on the internet somewhere. It's got to be. All right, so let's continue on. So uh, so that's what... Okay, so they went for their ritual. Um, and as I said, uh, their purpose was to escape frontier culture or uncivilized interests of common men. Um, the people that gather at Bohemian Grove, who have included prominent business leaders, former U.S. presidents, musicians, and oil barons... Sorry, I repeated myself, but we're getting back into it. Um, we're told weaving spiders come not here. Um, that's a phrase they use in the club. I'll say it one more time. Weaving spiders come not here. So it's supposed to refer to or mean that business deals are to be left outside. Yeah. So I wrote this down too. Yeah. So supposedly in the, in the club, there's supposed to be no business talk. Which uh, Jake has a note about this of some very important business that happened there, right? Oh my gosh, yeah. See, this is where I definitely call bullshit, where the quote that you're not business, like you leave that outside stuff outside. Like, apparently, like the Manhattan Project, like, took place at the Grove. Like, I don't know if I'm assuming early stages of it, but it did lead to the creation of the atom bomb. And it's freaking a weird side note that that talk of that was happening at the Grove. Yep. This was in 1942. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with the Manhattan Project, that was what uh, the name of the operation, the secret operation, the United States government um, in... World War II. Yeah. This was um, the project where they were developing the atom bomb. Yeah, this is like... In a nutshell. Yeah, this is like... That's probably some... We might cover the Manhattan Project yeah, at like some the point, the origins too. of nukes happened at the freaking Bohemian Grove. But yes. So... Dude, and World War II... They went from weird. saying no business deals to, okay, the biggest, most important business conspiracy deal ever. Yeah. It's verified. I believe this was on fucking Wikipedia too. Like, it's yeah, like no, pretty it's common information. Yes, anyone can Google this. Um, I didn't, I didn't directly link to this, but some of the links I have uh, mention yeah. the connection. 
but if you want to specifically just google this um this is fact yeah i it was like super easy it was like right there right when i saw it i was like what so to to support my conspiracies conspiracists (laughs) um when something this huge happens here it really makes you wonder what's happening there that you don't know about. Yeah, and it, it comes into question of that quote that we just right. read. So, yeah, when this is the st- when we find out about you guys helped create the atom bomb secretly, um, it, you know. And I guess this is where it leads into the businessmen. Like, are is there some money being passed around? Is there some a take this under the table? I, I am sure. You there's, know, you know, I feel like that's not conspiratorial. I feel like yeah. when you get a bunch of business people and celebrities and famous people together, there is no way there aren't Especially deals made. Especially oil now, barons. Maybe that's maybe that's not the point of the club. Yeah. I'll give them that. Like uh, I'll give them that. The people who make the club, that's probably not the point of the club, and that's not the main focus of it. But there's no way that guys aren't there. Like y- there's no way in, uh, you know the early 90s you don't have a nike exec there in michael jordan he's not like hey uh well you know what would be a great idea is if you wear our sneakers like there's yeah that's that didn't happen but there's no way something like that doesn't happen all the time there right dude i'm assuming stockbrokers got to be there like a invest this here you know like right there's got to be a bunch but in like red said i'm not saying that's the main thing but it definitely brings into question like a lot of things like oil uh, barons yeah. like that's fuck you money like that's like right there's some wealthy people there i like the way they say oil barons it makes me think of like uh, like texan oil barons yeah but like in modern day that might be like saudi princes yeah you know well i mean that's where like some of the real wealth is like different kind of wealth yeah i i don't know Dude, yeah. I, I'm sure things happen. There's, there's no doubt in my mind that some deals didn't happen there. Yeah, I can almost guarantee it. Like, you know. there's no way. Like I said before, 150 years of this shit, it's got to be pretty exclusive and pretty. But maybe not, as we'll get into it. In as we will. Here. Yeah. Uh, so, to finish this section, uh, after the atom bomb, um, a spokesperson for Bohemian Grove say. The people that gather there share a passion for the outdoors, music, and theater. Pretty, like, innocuous way to describe it. A distinguished gentleman. Yes. As I, as I would say it. Yes, because when we get into these, uh, uh, one of these famous ceremonies, it's more, it's a lot more than just a passion for the outdoors, music, and theater. Although, uh, they definitely are very theatrical yeah whole lot yeah (laughs) yeah there's some weird shit so let's lead into this next part of what really goes on in the bohemian grove well uh since it started which was in 1872 um what happened in there was very secretive as in nobody knew on the outside um it wasn't until in the 90s that we got a huge break of um, of what happened in there. Everything was just kind of hearsay, uh, whispered in the background. But yeah, no video evidence. Yes, but in the nineties, uh, you might know the name Alex Jones. 
Oh yeah, any good conspiracy, we gotta we gotta get him in there. And uh, and maybe a little lesser known name uh, is John Ronson. Um, he's actually uh, he made um, he made the movie Men Who Stare at Goats. Um, I've heard of that. Oh, I wish I put the note on here. He made another documentary, but um, he's an interesting person too. So does he have like a past of like cracking, like conspiracies or just kind of? I don't know about cracking conspiracies, but the men who stare at goats was based on real things. Okay, that happened. I got um, I feel like Alex and John are two people who share the the same interests um, as a lot of people do in these circles, but um, two very different point of views. Yeah, you know, they, Alex is a lot more of a loose cannon. Um, not to not to knock on Alex. We we both I love Alex. Yeah, I was literally just gonna say I love yes. Alex as well. Uh but um well whereas John John is seems like a very reserved, quiet person, which might be a lot more why he's more like just a, a director and um more kind of in the, the background. Scenes. Yeah, he's a much more reserved person, um very rational. So this kind of um You'll see how this plays into what we're talking about, because when they snuck into Bohemian Grove, um, not only did they witness um, this huge ceremony there, but they filmed it. And you can find some of the video footage online. Yes, it's very easy to find this footage. Um, And you can tell it was from a 90s camcorder. Yeah, it's it's filmed on a potato, but... It was... I'm sure it was a very nice camcorder in the 90s <laughs> yeah. because you can still make out what's happening. Yeah, and you can there, you can hear, too. I think that's the most interesting thing to me about the footage. But Yeah, I just wanted people to keep that in mind because uh, that's something you might not think about because yeah, it's no, nowadays it's no 4K we all camera. Ha- yeah, we all just carry one around, mm. you know, but for, for some people... You know, I remember when cell phones started, and I remembered the old camcorders, and they were turds, but yeah, pretty shitty, but still cool. So, like we were saying, you can easily find that. Um, so feel free to look that up. But I want to talk about how Alex and John um, both separately interpreted the footage. Yeah, like what they saw. This is kind of their interpretations yeah and they were there firsthand so they saw more than us right Mm -hmm. you know they were there before filming after filming so um and by if you looked at how grainy the video is uh they got to see it you know in a lot better way than we definitely saw it in better view they saw details we didn't see so um let's go into so john's view um it was much tamer than alex's which makes sense just from how they are um, he describes the ceremony as sort of an homage to nature um, and leaving the worries of everyday life behind you while you enjoy this vacation. At the climax of the ceremony, he describes them burning a paper mache body before a giant owl statue. Um, if you see the video, the owl statue, it's, it's that one, something, it's so big that you can still make it out in this grainy video. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a 30-foot-tall owl statue throughout the video. It's in the back of the stage. Um, so he's saying that they burned a papier-mâché body, uh, body um, before the statue. 
um, which to him, I don't know if it's what he heard them talking about or just how he viewed it. He said it was a this was a representation of destroying their troubles. The owl to represent wisdom and perhaps meaning it was an owl sanctuary as there were many owl huts located there. So he didn't know for sure, for sure, but he thinks this place was like an owl sanctuary. And um, he talks about it when he was there throughout the day. He sees all these owl huts everywhere, and there's all these little owls around there. One thing I, w- I will have to just highlight, though, is it is like an effigy. Like it is like a f- not a real body, obviously, but they are burning, like they say, like a paper mache body. Yes. Like, so, you know, I guess he maybe breaks it down as maybe a little smaller, not as crazy roots, but they still are like worshiping like a burning of a fake body. You know, it's, it's pretty weird. It is pretty weird. So like, and I'm trying to give you the tamer version of it. Yes. Um, we're, we'll get into the, we'll get into that one, Jake. Okay. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to try to give both sides. So that's the more, he had the more tamer interpretation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is odd, right? Almost like spiritual, like they, how he kind of explains. He's explaining it more spiritual nature around and uh, uh, metaphorical. Yeah. It's like we're burning the body of our problems. Sort of, kind of, basically. I, I I can kind of understand where he's coming from. Okay, so I'm, uh, yeah, I'm trying my best to explain how he's he's seeing it so let's go into alex's um description which is um i did i did want to give john's though because i feel like that one is not talked about as much yeah it's definitely overshadowed yeah by alex's description yes so alex's is he's a much more of vivid imaginative i'm not saying he's making it up but he's he's better at with his he makes things interesting he is interesting to listen to yes um, so, uh, I want to be fair to both of them. I respect both of them, but, um, so that's John's. So Alex's, uh, won't keep you any longer. Alex's description of the events is much wilder. He believes the 30 foot tall owl statue to be an idol of the God Moloch. He believes he witnessed a satanic ritual that culminated in the sacrifice of a body. He goes on to make a movie about it. Um, spawning a huge belief in the Bohemian Grove conspiracy. So, you know what? That's one thing I didn't look at before this is how big of a conspiracy the Bohemian Grove was before this. See, I I don't know either, but as far as I know is it wasn't. I don't believe that it was a really big conspiracy before they broke the footage see i think it was known about yeah but in much smaller circles uh i think only real conspiratorial circles knew about it but um that was my impression of it because uh because of john and alex were they were interested in it so i feel like they heard it from somewhere because yeah it's something people heard nixon probably touched on it before that too that that was that had to be before that. Yeah, the so Nixon. So there yeah. was probably talk before and just right. like you said question, but but I think the huge conspiracies yeah. came after 
they Alex made this video and Alex, yeah, Alex made his movie and came out with his beliefs on it. And I think, I think that launched the modern conspiracy of, of around Bohemian Grove. Yeah. And, uh, I'm sorry, we keep mentioning it. We're going to get to the conspiracy details at the end. We wanted to freaking say this too, I guess get into it a little more as well but like maybe alex did start the conspiracy of Moloch being an owl god and we'll get into the oh, questioning yeah. of that. I, I got a little yeah. bit about that we're, we're gonna get in the questioning of that soon but um, alex he like he broke the freaking the thing just wide open just yeah but i will say alex being freaked out i think that is a very normal healthy response Dude. imagine seeing all of these famous like you see all these wealthy people and presidents, and um, in the video, they're, like, in these robes, like, druid robes. Yeah. Um, you know, so, like, going through this huge... Th- and this is the 90s, so imagine you're seeing, like, it's like a Disney-level theatrical performance. Yeah. You know, there's smoke, you know, and lights and sound, and, the you know, um, it said that the... Um, the club was started by artists and performers, and I don't think that's changed. Um, they're very performative. Dude, if you, you watch know. the video too, it's pretty, it's pretty creepy. Yeah, like there's people. It seems like in the crowd that are like real into it. I like, think I'm sure. Yeah, there's got to be like a spectrum, and I'm sure some of the people. Yeah. But it's you know. This is not like just some people in the woods in front of a statue, like. It's it's bigger than that. It's a huge statue. They have lights and effects and sound and singers and performers. It's this is like a movie level. There's some money going into this performance. One thing, yeah, I feel like that needs to be said. One thing I did want to touch on that I kind of forget that Alex Jones did do is there is an interview you can find online, which is it's amazing. It's high quality content. But uh, there's this guy named David Gergen, and he's like a proven Bohemian Grove member. And Alex gets this interview. This is after he breaks the the whole story and drops the video footage. And Alex addresses a quote. Is this guy a politician or businessman? Or? Businessman, from, okay. from what I know. Okay, uh, yeah. And uh, there's a quote that says uh, that Alex references, hey— this is apparently David Gergen's wor- words. Hey, I don't want to run in the woods naked. And that was his uh, response to being asked if he was in the Bohemian Grove. He said he didn't want to run around the woods it, naked. Exactly. exactly. But he was a member. Yeah, and it's proven that he's a member. But uh, Alex references the cremation of care and the ritual, and Gergen's just gets visually pissed, and it's hilarious. Which, that, is, um, yeah. that is what we um, just talked about. Yeah, that was what we were talking about. Alex and John, what they witnessed, that, that ceremony was yes. the cremation of care. We didn't mention that, so mm-hmm. I was just tying that in. Yeah, I guess it was just a cool side note. And to wrap it up, like, Gergens claims that Alex's form of journalism is, ambur- is ambush journalism, and then he basically storms off. It's like yeah. a two-and-a-half He kind of, like, yeah. questions him, like, you've been there, so why are you talking about it? Yeah, yeah, like, he's he tells, him, so, tells Alex that he's disrespectful. and Like, in the interview, he... It's apparent he's been there. He mm-hmm. doesn't deny it um, either. No, he, he does not deny it. But I believe what he was referencing to was that quote was there was a previous interview probably a few years ago where he did deny that he was in it. 
Oh, really? Yes. That's where that quote came from, that he wasn't about that. But in reality, and then he, he okay. lied about it. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Um, but you should look up the clip. It's, it's pretty it's – pretty, it's good content. Yes. So Alex Jones busted this thing. Let's, uh, let's talk about what this conspiracy has, um, how it's evolved. And um, there's actually some history to this conspiracy. Um, because it revolves around Moloch worship. Um, so the conspiracy centers around the belief that these elites at Bohemian Grove are part of a satanic child um, sacrifice, and likely pedophilia is another um, option or kind of side theory onto the theory that it's not they don't sacrifice the children. There's just, they're just pedophiles. So they're sacrificing them in that sense. I guess um, for so, some so people, too, it's not as unbelievable anymore with the Epstein shit. Right. It's it's definitely not. But mm-hmm. so it, so they're thinking either there's physical sacrifice or there's just pedophilia. And that's the sacrifice. Um, but it's all uh, it's all basically a cult based on the worship um, around the pagan god Moloch. Now, Moloch. Uh, I don't know how this one's different. Moloch, Moloch, Moloch or Malek is a name or a term which appears in the Hebrew Bible several times. Um, So it's a name or a term because some believe that it is a god and others believe that it is a title given to a god, like king. They believe it's like, it means like king, but in like a godly sense, and they worship the king god, and that's like his title. Okay. Um, Because they think it might tie to other deities. But no one knows for sure. So this is this is the origin around Moloch. Okay, so uh, he was primarily mentioned in the book of Leviticus in the Bible, and the Bible uh, spent most of its time condemning the practices which are associated with Moloch worship, which appear to have included child sacrifice. Um, so just based on that, you can kind of understand uh, Alex's connection in that he thought he was seeing a sacrifice and i'm assuming it looks it looks like a smaller body especially with the, the whole effigy so thing. you're seeing a uh yeah because they're sacrificing uh-huh. what looks like a small body mm-hmm. um so and there's a lot of fire in the performance so he's assuming yeah. this is like moloch worship because i think they would actually burn the, the children you can you can definitely see where the connection could could uh, be true you know just right where it comes from it kind of makes sense yes so and the big ass owl statue but so the, the yeah, that's weird so let's so let's go on so leviticus eighteen twenty one reads um quote and you shall not let any of your seed pass through moloch neither shall you profane the name of your god i am the lord end quote then Leviticus 22 and 5 um, deals with Moloch at length and promises to punish anyone by death or stoning um, for worshiping um, that, uh, for worshiping Moloch. Um, so that's the Bible. Then um, medieval rabbis argued about whether the prohibition of giving to Moloch referred to sacrifice or something else. So this is where other ideas stem from. Um, for instance, I'll try not to ruin this guy's name. Menechem Mary uh, argued that 
giving one seed onto Moloch referred to an initiation rite and not a form of idolatry or sacrifice. Um, other rabbis disagreed. The 8th or 9th century Midrash uh, Tanhuma B gives a detailed description of Moloch worship in which the Moloch idol has the face of a calf and offerings are placed in its outstretched hands to be burnt. This portrayal has no basis in the Bible or the Talmud and probably derives from sources uh, such as uh, Diodorus Siculus on Carthagin Carthaginian child sacrifice, as well as various other classical portrayals of gruesome sacrifice. Sorry, that was a mouthful. So, um, what they're saying here, um, they're given two, they're, we got a few ideas, but what I thought interesting was one of them was he thought that it was an initiation rite um, and not sacrificing the child yeah giving one seed unto moloch yes so um yeah he could have been like yeah they're just they perform this ceremony and now that child belongs to that god so the god of the bible would be angry at this which still kind of fits the narrative in the bible and i guess the way to get the the seed to moloch is burning it with the crazy freaking ritual and yeah which it's referred to also in the Bible as um, passing through the fire. So they okay. think maybe it's like they did a dance through a fire, you know, yeah. kind of like a, you know, Indian thing or something. Like they danced through the fire in this ceremony and now they belong to the god Moloch. Yeah. So that's, that's one idea. Um, but then um, the other sort of um, contemporary idea, main idea um, is that it was sacrifice and that they had this giant um, bull statue. And I don't know where, I read it somewhere that um, that a lot of them said it was made out of copper. So this giant copper statue where like they made a fire in its belly or they made a fire at, I'm assuming it was like cut off at the belly and that okay. was like the ground from some of the pictures I saw. So, like, at the belly or the base, they start this huge fire, and the statue has hands out. And when they wanted to sacrifice the child, they they would get the thing burning super good and hot, and then they would just put the child on its hands. On the hands. And it would just, you know, disintegrate. Pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah, pretty dark. But, I mean, this is where some conspiracies take you. I mean... But this is, this is history. Yeah, yeah. This is, um, this the is details of how this happened are argued but um yeah uh for sure whether or not um the the children um were passed through the fire um or sacrificed maybe the children were just passed through the fire the fact that they did human sacrifices um is is um indisputable they definitely sacrificed Mm -hmm. yeah Um, it might have been like in a time of crisis or a ritual um like um, I don't know what would be back then. They don't have any crops or something. Like in a time of crisis, they would, be in desperation, do a sacrifice, and they wouldn't do it regularly. That's another yeah. Um, yeah. idea. For for good fortune you know? in the future or whatever. Yeah. I don't. Sorry, I'm trying to sum up. Uh, yeah, whatever fucked up wishes Moloch had and 
I guess you needed something bad. I, I mean, shit, if you, if you were following this way of life, I guess you yeah. light someone up in the bowl ritual or the Moloch ritual. And I guess that's kind of where it contrasts to is the whole bowl and owl. But which, yeah, which is another thing. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute, a little, at least a little bit. But the, yeah, just getting the, um, the sacrifice or the rituals down is it's we can't even tie that down to exactly what happened yeah um so how the children were sacrificed to moloch it's highly debated amongst you know scholars um not amongst schmucks like us yeah but there's uh, probably some more educated people that are trying to deep deep dive into this right so the classical idea being the literal sacrifice like we said in fire and the more uh metaphorical idea being an initiation right um, another less popular theory is the pedophilia, like we we mentioned that one. But regardless of what it included, um, the name Moloch um, has always, it ever since it's been like synonymous with ritual sacrifice um, and um, like children sacrifice. Um, but um, I mean, shit. Even if you watch Game of Thrones, and yeah. I believe it's season six, I, I think it's season six, Stannis. And the red woman, they he sacrifices his only daughter because the red <laughs> woman has a permit. She has a premonition that they need another sacrifice to win the next battle. Yeah, like it's even in literature or literature or entertainment. These right. kind of ideas. I, I feel like where it's saying synonymous, you know, because we're getting this from encyclopedias like Britannica and Wikipedia. <laughs> um, I think it was a lot more synonymous, probably like in the early 1900s. Yeah. Um, there was even, like, a black and white movie about it. Okay. You know, so I yeah. think it kind of was in the, like, zeitgeist yeah. somewhat. It was kind of something you'd say or th- refer to, maybe. I don't know. But uh, it's hard to say. Yeah. Um, nowadays, it's not something we think of. But it's something that's co- it's come up in other things, too. Um one thing, uh, this one's a little older, but Moloch, he appeared, uh, he's appeared in many works of literature, art, and film. You know, I was trying to think, we're, so we're video game, we like playing video games and we play Diablo mm-hmm. for people who don't play video games, but Moloch is like something that would come up in Diablo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he does. I want to look at it now. Um, but he's come up in books uh, a very famous one is in milton's classic which is um paradise lost um moloch is one of the greatest warriors and rebel angels vengeful and militant um in paradise in the book and milton describes him in the book as quote first moloch horrid king besmirched in blood of human sacrifice and parents tears though for the rise th- <laughs> I messed it up. Though for the noise of drums and timbrels loud, their children's cries unheard that pass through the fire to this grim idol. Yeah, he, he could quote. totally do be a Diablo villain or yeah. something like that. Um, but yeah, he's come up in things and little movie things. and mm-hmm. So now that we understand a bit about this deity and about the worship around around him, uh, we got to wonder, um, is that what they were doing in the Bohemian Grove or they're doing? Are they practicing Moloch worship there? 
I think that's like the the big question now. And that's what the cons- the big conspiracies. Yes, they are all t- they're all focused on this. They believe that in the Bohemian Grove, they're doing that that ceremony, the create creation cremation, cremation of care, of care um, is is all centered on worshiping Moloch and sacrificing to him, and they even tie in um, uh, pedophilia conspiracies like things we've heard um around like epstein and you know we won't get deep into that right now but um yeah i've, I've heard that connection but they many people have tied politicians to pedophiles so they're tying this place and their worship to moloch as part of that um kind of like the focus the like this this is like their religion around mm-hmm. um pedophilia yeah and I guess you could, if you want to take that maybe a step further, is what is the intention of the sacrifice? I don't know. Is it for them to make a shitload of money soon? Do they have certain political interests, certain things they want to do? I would assume so if this is right. real, but is it? Is I, it just some, like, insane affirmation? Like, yeah. I I don't know. Like, it's hey, definitely we're gonna superstitious. Build this, like, everyone write on this slip of paper their biggest worries. And we're gonna build a paper mache body out of it and burn it. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now yeah. you're gonna be good. You're gonna. <laughs> is that it? Yeah. I. I mean, I think kind of any interpretation you know? is fair. Or they're like, hey, uh, you know, let's let's burn a body before uh, this god because I don't. You know, I don't know. I have a hard time digging into the deep conspiracy. World. Yeah, what is because we want to fuck some kids? Because I can't even. Yeah, we, I can't even fathom why you'd want to do yeah, that. It's, dude, that's just a different state of mind. Yeah, but too. is it like, just this sicko club of I, those kind of people? I mean, dude, that's definitely fucking possible. Like, I, I don't understand it. I mean, there's definitely higher class people that are fucking getting together and burning effigies, and it right. may might be connected to Moloch. It might, you know, it might just be a the fun thing to do is it coachella for billionaires yeah i don't find know some like you know junkie who, and then who's od'd and then <laughs> they're like all right we're gonna burn yeah. his body yeah because you know they think somehow <laughs> hey maybe this is legit and i will get some forces from the dark side to help my career yeah i like dude it's fucking weird i don't, I don't know. know i and it's just the out i People it, do desperate things. The type of people who want, like, power and money that bad and celebrities, they're desperate people, and maybe they, they'll do anything, like, even they'll turn to Satan worship. You know, I bet you they know. do have a lot of enemies. Maybe they'll turn to ritualistic things just for the chance that maybe it can help. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't know. It definitely seems, it sounds, this part of it sounds satanic to me, but I guess I... I don't know. Moloch's a fucking weird dude. This shit is weird, and there is a possible connection. I mean, this is what Alex is kind of saying. Right. This is what Alex is kind of saying, so, I mean... Yeah. You know, take it with a grain of salt, I guess, but it's definitely interesting, man. You know, as usually, we try to get in all the facts here when it's all muddy. Yeah. And present as wide a picture we can, but in this cremation of care ceremony... You know, this body they're sacrificing before this 30-foot-tall owl statue. Um, the the one thing is, though, I can't find anything that links the owl to Moloch. 
That's what you were mentioning earlier. Yeah, like as far as like most of the the sites we were able to see most of the information he's portrayed as a bull. A bull or like a minotaur, yeah. like a mix between a bull and a half man, man somehow. Half bull. Yeah. But no yeah, owl. I can't find the owl link. The, and this is where I guess you know, I was kind so, of making the weird connection that did Alex come up? Did he did make up Alex, the Alex make it up? One? Or is it suppressed by the Illuminati? Yeah. Is it is it just is it not? just suppressed? They don't want you to know that. I don't know. I mean, I, I want to believe we that need Alex some more archaeology done. They need to find some of these old sites so we can know for sure how the old Moloch worship really looked like. Yeah, yeah the OG yeah. Rit- Moloch rituals. Yeah. So what I found was in, in more than one instance, so there's like you can find a lot of these, um, is people who claim that they've visited the grove or were members or worked there or something of the mix came in contact with the grove yeah this is something i did not list links you can google this on your own because there's a vast array of this um just like with anything of people who make claims but anyways they say that when they're at the club that they do refer to the statue as moloch i mean that's if that's true that's definitely a big uh, a big revelation i guess towards this like it's freaking yeah i think they say that it was just picked because somebody thought it was a good name for the statue like <laughs> just kind of it's random. a total total coincidence like, like uh, the group of people there didn't even know what it was linked to really <laughs> but i don't know that's just they claim that they do call it that though so um but that's just word of mouth there's no way to, for, to ever verify that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can Google looking, looking into it more. You'll find um, that there are tons of arguments for that, that it's Moloch. And then there's, there's arguments that it actually represents a different pagan god. And some people make some really good arguments. And, but, you know, there's no way to really know. I think what you Unless were, you're part of the club. What you were getting to earlier, Red, is that it is definitely... It leans more into it for sure, at least being pagan. I mean, it definitely seems like pagan. it's hard to pin Everything it into about one it thing, whether it's Moloch, whether it's what, but it definitely, for sure, seems pagan. It definitely looks like it. Mm-hmm. You know, in re- regardless of the deity, you know, or the religion attached to the statue, the ceremony itself is what makes it look like Moloch worship. Yeah, the burning the body. The effigy is like that's the um, thing that you know yeah. but like the 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 robes of the the members that are like performing that ceremony they look like druids and it um that's where i kind of go along with john when his interpretation of it being like an ode to nature and stuff i can see how he gets that vibe because of the druid vibe mm-hmm. and they're always associated with nature worship and there is that feel to it too. I mean, it's outside. It's in the wilderness. Yeah. Freaking like there's, and I guess, what was his name? John. He was getting that vibe. I can kind of understand where that comes from. Yeah. I mean, the in the fine details of it, we'll we'll never know. But but just looking at the recording of it, um, to me, it's no doubt they were practicing ceremonial magic. Yes, that's definitely the vibe it gives off. But yeah. Like, Whether like yeah. they believe in the pagan roots or they're doing it as a joke or it's a mix of that amongst the people there um, as an homage to nature, uh, 
like it could be said for sure you know just just that the fact that they do it is undeniable and that it looks like a ceremonial magic um ritual like there's no Mm -hmm. you can't you can't say it doesn't it totally does yeah it totally does i think like i touched on earlier the the noise is the weirdest part to me yeah yeah and if if you do buy into the illuminati conspiracy (laughs) around the grove um an interesting thing that i i connection i found of it is like the moloch worship can be tied back to nimrod if you don't know nimrod um he's accredited with establishing fire worship in idolatry we hear about him in the bible and the bible uh uh, in the Bible, Nimrod, uh, what he does is he brings all the people of the earth together into a one-world government and has the people build the Tower of Babel. So if you're into the conspiracies, that might sound familiar, that he brings everyone into a one-world government. And if you know anything about the Tower of Babel, they were building the tower in defiance of God. So that totally sounds like an Illuminati conspiracy that if they have this secret society that they are going to base it around a religion of this guy. I mean, the connections, dude, this is what like both intrigues me about conspiracy theories and pisses me off is it just goes, man. Like yeah. there is just connection after connection. There's so this many one's synchronicities. A, this one's a little more far out. Like I still don't think it's complete bullshit, but the last one made a little, but it, I mean, it is freaking crazy. Like, yeah. There definitely is a connection to be made, the whole one-world government thing. I, and the Bible, of course. Why wouldn't the Bible, you know? Why wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like, so, you know, like we said, we try to present all the facts and theories, and it's up to everyone else to make their opinions. So I think we gave it all. So I think it's time we give our opinions. So, Jake, what do you, what do you think? Um, Where do you land? I definitely think it's obviously ritual, ritualistic. I definitely land on, I believe that high-class people are there. I mean, it's documented about some of our ex-presidents. Got to have other political figures there. And then, like, the whole Moloch thing, I guess I'm kind of more 50-50 on it, but I just land into the territory to where it's fucking weird and the burning effigy thing is the weirdest part to me, and I really don't understand the hype behind it. I bet, too, like, in those two weeks, when Alex broke in, there's no way he was there the two weeks, right? There's I don't no know. Way. I'm, assuming, I'm assuming he was in and out, but... I would assume in and out. I don't know what else goes on the rest of that two weeks. I, there's got to be some type of business-oriented money-making scheme here, and... I kind of land more in the middle of all of this, really. Yeah. I think that's well, – I know it's kind of more boring, but I kind of am more in the middle. Yeah. I, I know what you mean. I To me, where I land with it, too, is I think um, – I don't think it's Satan worship, like, directly. And, that's fair. And Moloch worship directly. Um, I do think it is ceremonial magic. I feel like – whenever they came up with the ceremony and how it's played out was more from like a modern neo-paganism idea around taking ancient religions and nature worship like druid worship and Mm -hmm. just kind of making their own ceremony um but i do think they're definitely practicing 
magic, which to a Christian would be witchcraft. But I think that's undeniable. I think most of the people involved with it don't know what it is, don't know that that is magic, mm-hmm. and um, are just there for the experience. Yeah. Uh, I think what is undeniable is the the quote they had, the what, whatever spiders, how it is 100% that you leave your outside business deals in life, you leave it out of the ritual. I think that's bullshit. Like, I don't know. Maybe they make the ritual to make it so that like crazy shit happened there so you you extra want to keep it a secret maybe but i think the whole idea that business isn't there i'm sure that's a club policy but like anything else with humans i i i there's no way that they haven't made crazy deals in there i mean we already saw that with the manhattan project yeah there's no way some shady stuff hasn't happened in there that's what i'm saying like there's definitely some shady shit going there yeah i feel like I feel like with all conspiracies, I like even even the, when they get way out there and they think that in this in this place the Illuminati meet everywhere and they're worshiping Satan and they're sacrificing children and they're getting adrenochrome from children and, <laughs> yeah. and pedophiles yeah. and they're going to take over the whole world and poison everyone. I I, I feel like it's uh, it's not entirely like misplaced and crazy. I feel like the real truth is just a little more innocuous and it's. But yeah. that, yeah, they are getting together. They're doing this crazy, uh, which if you're a Christian, they're worshiping Satan. But it's they're just doing this thing, probably drinking in the woods. and um, But they're probably also making some deals on the side. They're, get, so yeah, they're getting crazy. There's, I'm sure there's shady stuff there going down. And the, the conspiracy theorists aren't all wrong. There's, there's got to be something happening in there that is destroying millions of people's lives for them to make money. <laughs> like there's yeah. no way. Yeah. There's no way there's they don't, be they're not that. deciding how to just screw everyone over and make more money. Yeah. I'm sure it's got to happen. Right. Yeah. That's so that's where I land on it. I think, I think we're in the middle. I think there's definitely some truth and there's probably some more realistic fucked up things that have spawned from. Yes. From meetings in there. That yeah. We, you know, maybe one day we'll know about or I think I think that was a good way to put it. So yeah, that's where we land. Uh I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Uh you got anything else to add, Jake? You know, I I think you summed it up quite well there. I I enjoyed this episode. I I like I said, I land more fifty fifty, more in the middle on it, but it it's it was very interesting. Yeah. We'd love to see uh, any new facts and stuff that develops after we put this out too. So yeah, hopefully Alex Jones can get in there again, but for sure. So until uh, next time, thanks for listening. I'm Red. This is Jake. <laughs>